Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living Sober. This is Elizabeth Chance, and today is podcast 329, 329 podcasts. And today we are sponsored by Soberlink. And imagine you've just gotten sober. You're working your program, checking in with the recovery coach, maintaining employment, and, well, thriving. Now imagine none of your closest friends or family believe you. So much trust is lost during active addiction, and it can be hard to convince loved ones that things are different, that you're different. Soberlink can help. Soberlink's remote alcohol monitoring system is designed to help you sustain a sober lifestyle while rebuilding trust with loved ones. Small enough to fit in your purse or pocket and discreet enough to use in public. Soberlink devices combine facial recognition, tampered detection, and real-time results so friends and family know instantly that you're sober and working towards recovery goals. At, as a CRS, at, it's critical... <laughs> As a CRS, I can really think of, a, so as a sober coach, I can, can't think of any other better tool to help maintain accountability, strengthen community, and prove sobriety to loved ones. Make 2023 a memorable one. Visit www.soberlink/bls to sign up and receive $50 off your device. So again, I do think that Soberlink is amazing because how many people say to you, I don't believe that you're sober. I don't believe you. And you're like, well, I am. And then you can pull out this little device, blow into it, and guess what? Everybody can believe you now because you've got evidence, hardcore evidence. Look, I'm sober. So sign up, go check out Soberlink, and you can get a $50 promo code. So today, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy, happy New Year. I'm, of course, a little late. Kids are still in town, and life's a little crazy. And if you follow me on Instagram, I've been doing like a daily check-in um, with it being the beginning of the year and things that, um, you know, things that are happening here and uh, tips for if you just decide to get sober. And you are thinking to yourself, I want to get sober. I'm going to try and get sober. I'm going to do this sober curious. But everyone around you drinks everyone around you drinks it's not like maybe some people drink it's like you feel like you every time you walk into a party you're like everybody's getting drinking except for me i walk around my family everybody's drinking except for me and it feels uncomfortable and you're like what is up with this uncomfortable feeling why is everybody drinking and the crazy thing is is that when i was getting sober and still to this day i will tell you I have been going through stuff. It has been hard. This, you know, 2022 was not an easy year. I'm very happy to say it. it's, you know, January 4th, 2023. Lots of stuff has gone on and lots of stuff that I have no control over. Majority of the things that have gone on in my life that caused me uncomfort comfort, and caused me unrest are things that I am powerless over. I can't do anything about it. These people are not going to care what I think or they're not going to do what I want them to do. Even loved ones, they don't care. They're going to do what they need to do. And rather than picking up a drink, which everybody's doing around me, which looks really good, and I can think, oh my God, that's going to be amazing if I just picked up a drink. I'd be so great, right? I'd be so great. It would make all these things disappear that are going on around me, that are going on in my head most of the time. All these things that I am powerless over. And I can go and I can pick up a drink. 
but in reality, I know myself. Now, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. This is what I know. I know I can't drink like a normal person. It's just not, it's not in the cards for me. I cannot drink like a normal person. So I made the decision that I didn't want to drink anymore. And I made this decision and I want to stick to it. So I'm around all these people that are drinking and what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I made this commitment to myself and I don't want to blow it. I mean, how many times have you made a commitment to go to the gym every day? You've gone and you've paid to join this gym and you never show up. You're like, mm, I'm not going to do it. I paid for it, but I'm, I went like three times. It was good. Mm. Now I'm off to the races. The crazy thing is I was, uh, I was sitting on the beach yesterday and a gentleman was, they were talking behind me and it's close knit sometimes on the beach. So I could hear them talking and not that I was eavesdropping, but I could hear this gentleman talking to his wife and their friend was there and the friend got up and left and was going off to do, I don't know what she was going off to do, but whatever she's going off to do. And the husband looked to the wife and said, I thought she said she was quitting drinking, you know, for January. She's going to do dry January and wait, she just left. She's going on a date with that guy and she's not going to drink. Really? And I see how fast can it happen? We make these, we make these grand gestures that we're going to quit drinking, that we're going to stay in our lane and we're going to do this non-drinking thing for at least 30 days till we get through, till we get through new, new, get through January. And we're like, oh my God, but I want to go out still. So what do you do? What do you do when everybody around you is drinking and it feels uncomfortable? Well, for me, you know, I think that taking this big step of not drinking is huge. It's huge not to drink, right? It's huge. And it's something you've done for a long time. Like I did it from 13 to 37 pretty much all the time. So when you decide you're going to quit it, I don't care what age you are, it feels like, okay, now what? Now what am I going to do for fun? But you still want to have fun. Now, I'll tell you the first thing I did. I did find a 12-step meeting. You guys all know that. Um, and, you know, you can go online on Zoom and check them out. You can be anonymous. You don't even have to have your real name on there. I know that I host a meeting. Um, I'm actually hosting it on Mondays for, like, the next 12 weeks. Um, Mondays, you can find the information on Morning Hope under, um, under um, ElizabethChance.com or BusyLivingSober.com, whichever you want to go to. It all goes to the same place. But you can find the information about this meeting, and you can go in anonymous. And we don't worry about if you're there. If you're there and you want to check it out and see what it looks like, it's kind of the coolest thing that ever came from COVID is that you can actually go to meetings in your pajamas, in your house, and not even have your camera on. And at least check it out and be a voyeur. It's very hard to be a voyeur in an in-person meeting when you walk in and everybody's heads turn, and they're like, hey, welcome. And if you go on Zoom, it's kind of fun. It gives you at least a little caveat. So you're not, when you do go to that first in-person meeting, you're not like, oh, this is totally foreign to me. No, you've been to one before. Um, that's one tool you can try out. So I did, I did go to a 12-step meeting and um, I, uh, I learned in there what to do and what not to do. So playing the tape. So playing the tape for me means that I would go and play the tape of what happens when I drink. So I have one drink and I walk into a bar and I swear I'm only going to have one and I end up having like 47 because I do not have an off switch and it's not a moral problem. It is not, um, it, it's not a control problem. It's not because I'm a bad person. It's not because, uh, 
it's just because I'm an alcoholic. You know, I got passed down just like my brown eyes. See my brown eyes? I got my brown eyes passed down in my family. I got alcoholism passed down in my genes as well. And a lot of people have it in our genes. And a lot of families have it. And that's what Busy Living Sober is all about. Is getting rid of this shame and being able to talk about this. Because everybody's dealt with it. And um, so playing that tape, what is going to happen? So I would visualize. And even during these holidays, I'd visualize, okay, I'm going to go do this. And then what happens? Because, you know, the crazy thing about alcoholism is, is that it's not about the drink. We sit here and we think it's about the drink. But it's not the drink. It's actually the actions we do while we're drinking and when we've stopped drinking. And what happens to us when we drink. It has nothing to do with the liquid. Well, it does in the fact that if you ingest it, something's going to change in you. But it's what happens to you when you drink. Like, do you have repercussions that are so dramatic when you're not drinking? Probably not. Do you have people in your family getting mad at you when you don't drink? Mm, probably not. Um, you know, you play the tape through and you affect everybody. I thought when I was getting sober that I only affected myself. I didn't hurt anybody else. What are you talking about? It was only about me. Right, because we're selfish and self-centered. It took me a long time to realize that this is not about me. It's not about me. It's about how I can be in my society, in my community. How many people go to prison or are in prison today due to drinking or drugs? A lot. Like, I think it's like 90%. It's some crazy outrageous number. The other part is mental health. That's the real crux of this my friend we have this disease that thinks that we don't have a disease we do things that we don't like to do so we play the tape so if I have this drink I know what's happened nine out of ten times when I do it and it might not happen this time but five times down the road ten am I willing to play Russian roulette with my life that's the first question you have to ask yourself am I willing to do this anymore to myself do I want to do it to myself? You have to think long and hard. But if you've already told people, you'd at least want to have your name because that's all you have. So if you've told the universe that you're not drinking anymore, you want to stand by that. Okay, so play that tape. What happens to you after you've had the first one, the second one, the third one? Maybe it doesn't happen to you this time, but it happens to you down the road. The same stuff starts to happen. And you go, oh my God, I quit. I was going to quit, but I didn't because this came up, but I really wish I had. Now, what am I going to do? Take life into your own hands. Do what you need to do for you. Make sure that you play the tape and say, I'm worth this. I'm worth trying to at least do this. I'm going to try it for today. That's the other thing. Rule number two, only do it for today. Do not worry about when your daughter's getting married in 20 years, which my daughter, I was worried about for 20 years. It's almost a 20 years and she's still not, whatever. I, I have no wedding coming up. Um, that being said, I, that's what I was worried about. How was I going to go to one of my kids' weddings without a drink in my hand? Really? Again, about me. Not about them showing up there for my son who's going to get, who is getting married. I'm not going to be there the one with a drink in my hand. That is for sure. I will be sober. I'm sure I'll feel emotional. 
I'm sure everybody's going to be celebrating. I'm going to wish I could celebrate with a glass of wine, but I can't. There's some other brands of non-alcoholic champagne I can toast with. And I'm not going to drink. But I spent so much time focused on this future event that never happened. So take care of just today. Just today. So how are you going to do today? Just stay in today. Chocolate. That's a big thing I always have to say. I love the idea of chocolate. Chocolate is huge because it's got, it's dark chocolate. It's good for you. And it gives you this taste in your mouth that tastes really good. And it helps get you through a hump. But if it's chocolate isn't your thing, if it's lollipops, if it's sprees, if it's jelly beans, if it's gummy worms, whatever it is that you like, that's that you love that you can eat like that. Popcorn's also huge for me. I'm a big popcorn eater. Um, especially when I'm not feeling like myself, I try to grab for popcorn rather than potato chips because popcorn or at least have a ton of fiber, but finding something that you're going to have while you're dealing with this 24 hours of not feeling great. Now you say to me, I'm invited to a party. I want to go to this party. It's a Super Bowl party. I'm just throwing this out there because the Super Bowl is probably coming up soon, right? Um, so the Super Bowl is coming. You want to go to this party. You know all your friends are going and you've made this big promise to yourself that you're not going to drink and you're like, how am I going to go to this thing? Number one, I have another one. <laughs> Bring your own vehicle. Now you say, I don't have my own car. Okay, make sure that you have enough money to pay for an Uber. If you don't have the money to pay for an Uber, get a bike. Make sure you can have your mom pick you up, your cousin pick you up, a sister pick you up, a brother pick you up, a relative pick you up. Make sure that if you are going to go to this party, you are going to have a way out. No matter what, you've got a way out. It's like when you were little and you went to school, you always knew what they did in a fire drill, right? I came from St. Louis, Missouri. We grew up going to tornado drills. I had a tornado drill all the time at school. We knew what we were going to do in case of a tornado, right? What are you going to do in case of the fact that you feel uncomfortable? What are you going to do? How are you going to get your ass out of there? You're like, oh my God, if Sally doesn't stop telling me the same story for the 47th time, I'm going to just killer. I'm not drinking. I feel comfortable. I'm over her story. I just want to get out of here and you have no way to go. Oh, forget that sister. No, you make sure you know how to go. How do you, how are you going to get your butt home? How are you going to take care of you? This is a personal fire, personal tornado you're going through in your own body. And how are you going to get out so that you can go and breathe, get centered? I'm like, oh my God, I made it through that. And not feel bad. So it's having, the, I remember that back in the day, they used to call it, I think, an Irish exit. When people would just disappear from a party, you'd be like, where did you go? And lots of times I'd just go and hide in my room and be like, okay, I'm too drunk. I can't take it. Use your Irish exit to leave the party and no one's going to know. Just slip out and be like, that was fun. And don't leave being angry. Okay? Don't leave being angry. If you are going to a party where you know everybody's going to get shit housed, and you're going to walk in and you're going to get mad at people because they did what you thought they were going to do and you know that they like to do, that's not cool. That is not cool because that calls that's judgment. You don't want to judge your friends, your family, your pros, your you know, your dear closest friends. You don't want to you don't want to judge them. You want to walk away going, "This was my decision. I'm going to take care of me." They sure were having a good time. They were doing what I thought they were going to do. And good for them. I just don't want to do it anymore. 
I just don't want to do it anymore. You know, people say to me all the time, God, you're so strong. And it's so unbelievable that you can do this. And the reality is, it's like, I, it's because I want to feel good about me. It's not what anybody else thinks. I can't even do anything if I'm hungover. I can't even imagine what I would do with the hangover today. It's too much. It's for me. It's not about... I mean, yes, obviously, at the end of the day, I don't want to hurt my kids. I don't want to hurt my husband. I don't want to hurt people in my community. I don't want to hurt people anywhere. I don't want to hurt people. And when I drink, I get drunk. So um, I don't want to do that. I don't want to put that up for debate. So I am going to make this plan, and I have a way to leave. How are you going to go? How are you going to get home? Are you going to take a bus? Somebody going to pick you up? Train, walk, bike, neighbor, somebody, pick you up, set that up before you go. And again, don't have resentments towards your friends because they're just doing what they're doing. It's not for you to judge. Yeah, it's, that took me a long time to figure out because I walked around with all this judgment and resentment. And let me tell you stuff, that, that stuff will kill you. It will kill you. Resentment could kill you. Walking around hating other people and being judgmental to other people could seriously kill you. So don't do it. Take them for who they are. But you taking care of you is a whole new step. Love you. Love you. It's okay. It's okay. Do that first. How are you going to leave? Okay, I got my plan. I know how I'm going to get out of here. Okay, third thing. What do you like to drink? You've been drinking Chardonnay, Pinot Grigio, whatever the heck you drink. Um, whiskey, Tito's, whatever those fancy other drinks are. What do you like to drink? What's the your favorite thing? As everybody knows, I'm a Pellegrino girl, 110%. I will have other ones. I just tried this really expensive one the other day. It was oh, awful. Um, having um, my drink there. I'll tell you the crazy thing. This is back in the day. Now I'm dating myself probably because of what's since COVID and everything. But I used to go to Costco and buy an entire case of Pellegrino. Big, tall bottles, right? For $12. And I'd bring that to a party. Because how much would be a bottle of wine to bring as a hostess gift? More than that. So I'd bring my $12 case of Pellegrino. And can I tell you, everybody drank it. It wasn't like everybody was like, oh, I don't, I, can I have some of that Pellegrino? They don't say, can I have some of that Pellegrino? You'd be like, oh my gosh, okay, sure. I thought I'd be leaving with some, just kidding. I'd leave with the hostess, obviously, or host, and I would, but everybody wants to drink it. But what do you like to drink? What do you like to drink? If you like limes in your drink, bring limes. If you like lemons, bring lemons. Bring, if you like cranberry juice splashed in your drink, bring cranberry juice. You can stop at the store. Your hostess gift can be your drink because it's something fun you're bringing. You could make a mocktail. I have so many mocktail recipes on my website. You have to go back a couple years, but I have so many. Maybe I'll start putting some up again. But, you know, one of the big things is making simple syrup. So let's say you're going to, I'm just going to throw this out there because I guess the, na oh, no, Valentine's Day is, I guess, before St. Patty's. Yes, February, March. Yeah, it's a Valentine's Day. So you're going to a Valentine's Day party. And the only reason I'm using this is because then you want to bring something that's red to the party. And you're like, I'm going to this Valentine's Day party. I don't drink. I want to show up there, but I don't want to bring, I don't want to bring a bottle of wine because I'm not even drinking. So I don't want to go to the liquor store to buy it or the grocery store. I'm already at the grocery store, but I still don't want to buy it. Um, get some sugar, 
And if you want to be bougie, you can get organic sugar and put the, so you do one cup of sugar to one cup of water and you put it in on your stovetop and you let it boil and you can red add red food coloring and that's your simple syrup. So when you make kitty cocktails back in the day, that's what simple syrup is. It's literally a cup of water to a cup of sugar and you mix it together, put in the red food dye and there you have it. Or put pomegranates in it and it will have a pomegranate taste. You could also put raspberries in it and have a raspberry taste. And you put the raspberries in or the pomegranates, I'm just using two red fruits right now, and you dump it in and then put it through a sifter and take all the seeds out. It's delicious. You bring that to a party and you put in, you could put mint in it and it looks festive for even Christmas or for the St. Patrick's Day. If you were to do a simple syrup that was with green, you can put all different sorts of herbs in it with the red and you have a drink that you brought, that you like, that you're also sharing with everybody. You're like, this is awesome. I'm bringing a drink that I can share with everybody. It's really fun and it's minus the booze. It looks the exact same. No one knows what you're drinking, but you're taking care of you. Doesn't that feel weird? You're taking care of you. It sounds so selfish, doesn't it? I'm taking care of me. I'm making sure my side of the street is clean. I'm doing this because it's about me and it's about the way I feel when I don't like what I've said or what I've done. And you're just doing it for today. You're not doing this for next month. You're not doing this for next year. You're not doing this from a decade from now. You're just doing it for today. It is the key. The key for me was this, like doing it just for today. Because I'd be like, I'm not going to drink just today. I'm just not going to drink today. Maybe tomorrow. And then I get to tomorrow. Maybe I'm not going to drink tomorrow. Okay. And then I'm not going to drink tomorrow. And then, and it just adds up in days. It's, um, it's a big deal to get sober. It's not, it's not a joke. It's a big deal. But if we don't make it a big deal... Like for ourselves personally, it's like, well, we made this huge decision and we are really happy about our decision and we really want to follow through with this. How are we going to do it? How are we going to do it so that everybody feels okay? How are we going to do that? By being loving and kind and non-judgmental is the one way we can do it. We can sit here and we can say, all right, I'm still going to go to this party. Um, I'm still going to show up because I love my friends. I'm still going to be the best me I can be. I'm still going to do all these things. And I'm going to try and just go with love. It's hard. It's hard. It's something, you know, for many, many years, I'm talking years, decades, 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 I walked around protecting my heart with a big steel wall. And I know I mentioned last week that that's what I'm working on is opening my heart and getting to a place of love and non-resentment and forgiveness and really forgiving everybody around me. I really do not want to have any ill will towards anyone today. I don't. 
I don't want it. I just don't. I want to be happy, joyous, and free. I want to love everybody. Some people I'm obviously not going to want to break bread with and have dinner with. But I feel like everybody's got a good side. And for me to judge other people was about me. It wasn't about them. It was about how I felt on the inside. I felt ashamed for many, 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 many years. As much as I have sober, not ashamed. I was, uh, I walked around just kind of like, just faking it till I made it. I faked it for, you know, almost 17 years of sobriety. I faked it. I've been faking it. Faking it, faking it, faking it. Now I'm ready to actually feel it. Can you imagine? Yeah, it's ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to let down my guard. I'm ready to open my heart. I'm ready to really be me. And um, it takes time. This whole thing takes time. And you're going to go through times where you're like, oh, I think I've got this. I'm sober. I got this much time. I got this. I got it going on. Everything's great. Look at me. I'm that. I'm this. I'm that. I'm this. And in reality, um, unless I continue to be aware of who I am, what my th thoughts are, how I am with other people, and think before I speak, it's huge. It's huge. You know, I'm in this growth time. I'm in a time of change, you know, and here we are. And it's like we're on the precipice. It's like we're right at the beginning of January. It's January 4th. And it's like, wow, the world is my oyster. And I can do anything I want to do. Isn't that great? When I was drinking, I didn't realize how much my drinking di dictated everything I did. Am I going to go to a restaurant? Do they have enough alcohol? Am I going to go to this wedding? And where am I going to sit? Am I going to be close enough to the bar for the next one? Like everything I did was about that. It wasn't about being, you know, with my friends or whatever. It was really just about not having a feeling. Because feelings suck sometimes. But I've realized that that fear thing that we all carry around with us is so debilitating. Fear. I'm fearful. The whole thing, I was scared. I walked around like I was, a, you know, with my head held high, like I was some peacock or something with his head held high and these huge, big, you know, because everybody knows me personally knows I'm kind of showy. So I'd walk in with my big peacocks and my big head and everything else. And I got all this, but inside I was just this scared person going, oh my God, I'm living my life and I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just doing it. I'm just walking, 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 walking. And whatever happens, happens. I th have thrown so much shit against walls praying that something's going to stick. And the craziest thing is, it's been this. Like, I went in and did not think I was going to be sober for this long a time. I cannot, I can tell you that. I did not think it would be this long. I just did it for one day at a time. I'm like, oh my God, look at where I am. And that's the only thing I've done perfectly for this time is I haven't drank. I've still been human. I've still done human things. I've still fucked up. I've still hurt people. I've still done many things that I'm not proud of. But today I can say I'm sorry. And if somebody doesn't want to accept my apology, that's okay. That's on them. 
They don't want to do it. That's great, okay? Because that's why people come into our lives. They come in for a season and they leave for a reason. And it's all okay. It's all okay. You know, if we can start to like ourselves, everything's okay. Everything's even better than okay if we like ourselves. That's the hardest part is starting to like ourselves. It takes a long time. But I can tell you that if your first thing that you want to change about yourself is I don't want to drink anymore. For one, you're going to lose weight, by the way. You're going to lose weight no matter what because it's so much sugar and booze. You'll feel healthier. You'll sleep better. It'll just be the beginning of you becoming who you want to be. And all you have to do it for is for just this one day, just today. It doesn't matter. I'm not at Thursday yet. I'm still on Wednesday. It's Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm not at Thursday. No, and I can't go back to Tuesday because it already happened. Tuesday the 3rd already happened yesterday. I'm here in, in January 4th, 2023 at 2.08 p.m. That's where I am. I'm right here. Comfortable, uncomfortable. I'm feeling more comfortable. I'm realizing that we're all just here having life experiences and nobody's perfect. Nobody. So try some of these things. Know that you are not alone. That you can reach out. You can reach out to me anytime at Elizabeth at ElizabethChance.com and just do it today. Again, but talk to your doctor, especially if you're a daily drinker. Do not go off this stuff. If you're a daily, if you're a big heavy core drinker, even if you have one glass of wine, talk to your doctor first because you would not want to have a seizure. I know people that have died from a seizure from getting off the booze. So I'm not kidding. This is not to be played with. Take this seriously. Take your life seriously. Take me. 2023 is talking about making your life your own private temple. How are you going to treat it? How are you going to treat that? Think about it. Think about it. Thanks for listening. I will be back next week. Until then, take care and keep getting busy living sober. Take care of everybody. Bye.